Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Adam Edevitable. This is Dating Kinda Sucks, a podcast about dating, sex, and relationships. This week, we'll be talking about signs you're in a toxic relationship. Enjoy the show. Whether you're married or single or poly or ace, or hanging out with swingers back at your place, listen to us as we get no fuck. On Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yucks, trying and trying and having no luck. Because we all know dating kind of sucks. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Dating Kind of Sucks. If you're new to DKS, my name is Adam. And I'm a comedian, writer, and misogynist-turned-feminist, joined by my co-host Sarah, who is a millennial, travel junkie, and serial dater now in a committed relationship. We're not professionals, doctors, or experts, just two people sharing our perspectives on the world of dating, sex, and relationships. The first half of every episode is spent catching up on what's happening in our lives, and the second half is reserved for the episode's main topic. So if that's all that brought you here, you can skip through the halfway mark, or you can stick around and enjoy the whole show. Let's get started. Well, I am so happy we aren't doing this episode with you in bed right now, because when we originally started talking about recording this episode, you were like, well, let's just do a whole episode of each of us in bed. And I, I told Adam, think about that for a second. Doesn't that you and me in bed, basically together on Not camera? Not in bed together. But we would both be little, in bed. We would both be in bed. Well, also, the reason is, is that you FaceTime me. It must have been early in the morning and I was laying in bed. Or it might have been at two in the afternoon. I was going to say, let's not yeah, say I, early. Like, yeah, you never know. And I was laying in bed. And so I was already on my side in bed. I was like, let's just record like this. I can just record. I don't have to get up. And you just, I don't know why you had a problem with that. I feel like an in the bed episode would be a funny, funny episode if we both were in bed. For no, it. because it's the way that you phrased it was like, let's do an episode in bed together. And I was like, that is a terrible way to phrase that. <laughs> Well, then you're not going to like my idea when you're in Coco, when you're, oh, when no. you're in Florida at the same time. And I'm going to be like, hey, let's do an episode in bed together. We'll just we'll all th- we'll get Master and Nun. We'll all just all three cuddle in bed and just do a and do an episode. It'll be uh, fantastic. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, you made me sit up because I am still in bed right now, uh, whereas we're doing this episode, because I'm currently at a friend's house in Florida for another night before I head over to Cocoa Beach for a week. And um, and so I'm in the recording from, from the bedroom that I'm staying in. And there's not really a desk in here. So I'm just, I'm in the bed. The bed is the bedroom. Um, and so that, this, this is where I spent the majority of my last week. Well, I appreciate you keeping it professional for everybody. I mean, you're lucky I wasn't going to wear a shirt for the YouTube video either. I was just going to just just be here and just in my underwear like I'm, I normally am. I'm in a sports a bra right now, so woo! <laughs> yeah, Sarah was, was already... Uh, 
uh, bouncing all around uh, before before we recorded. <laughs> Fixing the tits. She was, she, she was, she was uh, reenacting Baywatch. It was interesting. Oh my um, god! Shut the fuck up. <laughs> just slow motion. It, no, it really, it really was. Uh, I wish we'd been recording. It would have been a great little uh, Patreon clip there. I'll, tell, I'll say that, or just marketing. It would be perfect marketing. Because that's who we want to attract to the podcast are men who are going to want to see that and then want to join. <laughs> but then they're going to realize, oh, I can't be uh, shitty. Never mind. Then they realize it's a trap, and that's it. This is that's what it is. You're, you're basically the honey trap, is what it is oh, for, for, for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, so yeah, it is uh, Sunday, May first. I, I can't believe it's May. Oh, isn't there? There's some stupid Timberlake thing about May. That's right? how you share to the world that you're a millennial or elder millennial is if you share that joke on social the, the media joke. yeah there's so many different versions of it now too like it just and then and then it always ends with just his face and then that's how you like the fact that justin timberlake's face is now associated with with the month of may is 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 funny um so uh yeah may 1st um i have been in florida for almost two weeks now how you and... like it being back I cannot wait to leave. I see it. Um, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, it, it, it. No, it, it's been great seeing the people that I've been able to see so far. And, uh, but other than that, it is, it just has not been, I just, I realize that I really don't like Florida as a whole, like, or at least this, the central Florida area. Everybody's a terrible driver. There's just every, and maybe it's just the fact that there's so many people here too. I went from being in the middle of nowhere to my first night here. Cause we haven't recorded since we've been here. Have we? Since mm-hmm. I've been here, yes. we, I I'm speaking in the royal we, of course. We have been here. Yes. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, I got here on uh, on like a Sunday. Immediately went to Ale House uh, after dropping off all my stuff because I couldn't get into the hotel yet. And oh, that's right, we recorded when I was at my sister's. I was gonna say we did record. Yeah. I was at my sister's and then I was leaving. Yeah. And that Sunday night, I went out. I went out and had lunch at Ale House, and then um, my friend invited me out to uh, the bar to go like hang out with her and her boyfriend, who's the bartender. And I was like, yeah. So I went to Savoy, which is a, which is a gay bar, and on a Sunday night, and it was fucking packed. And I get there, and immediately I'm just like, this is too many people. Like, I don't like this anymore. And that has been a recurring theme is anytime I've gone out anywhere, I'm like, there's too many people. Like, I don't mind like going to like alehouse and sitting at the bar where I'm not like surrounded by people, it's just whoever's on either side of me. But just, I went downtown the other night and I was just wandering around. I was like, I hate all of these people. Like I just want it all to burn in just like a atomic bomb. I think you, okay. That's extreme. Number one. Maybe, I, th- maybe a little. I think you went from isolation station yeah. to just basically being in Disney world in one day uh, and you yeah, didn't have it, a it slow be. transfer of okay now i'm around a couple more people now i'm around a lot more people i don't think it would have hit you as hard if you would have slowly gotten back into society basically <laughs> you're you're not wrong you're not wrong that probably probably would have made a difference but it, it it is just yeah i haven't i don't know um i've enjoyed parts of this i've enjoyed seeing people i uh saw i saw some friends i've been, been in the movies i spent a lot of time not doing anything and just doing the same things i do other places where i just relax and work and you know and stay in bed and watch tv and that's okay too i'm really looking forward to going to the beach tomorrow for a week because anybody who wants to come see me has to come all the way out there to see me but also it's just me in the beach and if i just want to go sit in the pool i can i don't have to there's no, there's not a lot of people out in that area. Which let's also talk about Adam's beach going experience that he desires. Adam likes being by the <laughs> beach, not on the beach. Sand cannot go anywhere near his body, or he will flip shit. So he just likes being at a hotel with a pool by a beach, which is fine. 
But it's right. just funny. You're like, oh, well, what should I get for the beach? I'm like, you mean the pool? You're just going to sit by the pool. I mean, I might walk to the beach once, but I don't like sand. And I definitely, yeah, and I don't like, you know, I, I feel like the beach itself is terrible. But like the smell of the beach and the feeling of the beach are great. Oh, as yeah. long as it's not the feeling of actual sand. That's awful. So I just yes, love that you were trying to tell me the best beaches in Florida. And I was like, from the person who doesn't step foot on the actual beach wants to tell me about I the beach. I grew up here, so I still know so did all I. the best beaches. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, but... Uh, I, I don't know. Got it. I'm older. That's right. That's right. Listen, listen to your elder. Um, <laughs> the one time you'll use that the, again. Right. Right. Oh God. Uh, so yeah, I've been. Um, I, I am looking forward to the the isolation, and then after I leave the beach, I'm going back to a hotel again for a week, and I think that'll be nice. And then I hit the road again, and I'll be going through Texas, stopping in every major city in Texas for about a week, and then going to Tulsa, Oklahoma, because I've never been to Oklahoma as we said in our last episode, and um, and then going to Colorado Springs and then Utah. So it should be a, uh, that'll be a fun, uh, fun month starting, uh, starting in June, or I guess end of May. Yeah, and that's when uh, I'll be on the road too. So we'll be at the same time on in Yeah, so that, we'll have yeah. to see. Uh, once again, we'll be recording at weird times or whenever, trying to figure this shit out uh, while we're both uh, on the road too. Luckily, everywhere I'm staying is Airbnbs or hotels, not like with people. So I don't have to worry as much about uh, it, it being quiet, which has always been the bigger, you know, bigger issue. Um, and I did get to stop in. I obviously I stopped in and Alehouse was the first person I saw when I, when I got to, when I got to, when I got to Orlando. Um, and so that was fantastic. It was nice going back and, uh, and I've been back a few times. Uh, but I also, uh, did go to my favorite, uh, strip club. I went to dancers, which I have not been since before they burned down and then they renovated, um, over the pandemic. And I have not been there since they renovated or anything. So that was nice. I went there during the middle of the day at like two in the afternoon and was there till nine or 10 that night. <laughs> it was a, did we talk that day? We did talk that day because okay. I was talking about, Ooh, do they have regulation strip pulls now? Oh yes. Yeah. On my way there. That's right. I talked to you on my way there as I was in the parking lot ready to go in. And, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was a fun experience. I haven't, you know, I haven't gone back since, but it was nice to go back and check out everything. Um, but overall, like, I feel like this is a, this more than my last year here when I went out before I left here is kind of more of a farewell thing to Florida. Um, because I didn't really have time, you know, the, the last, my last month in Florida, you were packing up all your shit, selling it, trying to sell it as a mess. I was, I was going, I mean, I literally was going insane. Just, I wasn't sleeping. I was, I had so much to do. I was so overwhelmed and stressed and anxious and everything that I didn't even feel like I left Florida until I had been in North Carolina for a week. And so I didn't really have a time. So this is my chance to kind of go out and see things on my own, take my time and do it. And then, you know, if I can, I have stuff in storage here. So at some point I'll come back, but I don't really see the need now to come back again anytime soon. I think I'm, I'm about, about done. So it's been nice to be able to have that type of farewell. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't fair to you the last time. You just, you were, I mean, I know emotionally you were going through it and then stressed. Oh, God, and yeah, then yeah. you're like, I guess this is my life now. Let's see what happens. And I'm sure it's been nice seeing people, but also knowing that that chapter has closed and it's really time to move on once your time in Florida this summer is over. 
Yeah, yeah, I think this is this is kind of what I needed a little bit of a you know every closure of a different type. Yeah, uh, it's, it's been good. Um, I'm trying to do some photo shoots with the friends here, which is nice. I I had this whole photo shoot planned. Uh, the Orlando Fashion Square Mall is all abandoned, and it was going to be a really cool. I walked around. I did. I went to the movies there. It's a completely abandoned. It's like dead. There's nobody there during the during the week. And so I went back on a Friday, and I was going to take a model and do nude photo shoots, like sneak around a fully active open mall and, and do that. But uh, mm. on the week on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they're a little bit more active, so we couldn't do it. So Hopefully next week when I'm back in town, I'll be able to uh, you just not, get, get, not arrested. get arrested. You, yeah, you yeah, really basically. just want to yeah. get arrested. Although I'll just be the one with the camera, so I don't think I'll be actually at risk of getting arrested. Um, so I'll just have to throw myself into the in, in the way of Can the uh, anyone trying to arrest my model. Anywhere yeah, else, gonna, though. Anywhere else. No, this is the cool thing is that like that's that would be the badass thing is to post these photos of like a nude photo shoot at a mall that is open and active and just but nobody's ever there. Like I if, I feel like it's gonna be Please cool. Please don't I'm do that. You are my plan. going to get so arrested. If you listen to this and someone else does this before me, fuck you. I'm just saying that right now. If you if you're listening to this and you do this before me, I do not support this. You're going to get arrested if you get caught. Do not fucking do it. But that's well, you, just you me. should be my model. Is what you should. Yeah, be. That, fuck that. great. Like I'm gonna get naked in front of you. You got no. You are all the way wrong. You told that. me you wanted. You told me you wanted me to do a boudoir photo shoot at one point. Maybe like three years like, ago. Yeah, I think it was like I think it, it was like three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but like, you're oh, like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's do that sometime. That's because I really wanted. That was when I really gave a fuck about what I posted on Instagram. And I really ah, wanted something for my 30th birthday of something of something I could look back on and sh- share with my invisible grandchildren of look how hot Nana <laughs> looked when she was 30 or something. <laughs> but then I never did that. And then I don't know why I asked. It's just because you you were taking photos like that and were already comfortable with models. And I was like, well, I trust Adam. But then I was like, actually, no. And then I ended up never doing it. Right. Well, let's not say actually no. Like actually, you wouldn't trust me. No, I would. Can I would, we, I would can trust we reiterate you. that, please? Fine, okay. <laughs> I would. I would trust you, but I don't want to work with you in the most. Yes, that is different. Those are very yes. different things. Yes, I just wanted to reiterate fair, that you're like fair, no. Fair, then fair. I would. Yeah, yes, you're, yes. you're a trusting person. Just me personally with our history, and already at the start of this, I was. T- touching my boobs and you were making jokes i couldn't i could not work with you just yeah it would probably be hard to do honestly because yeah it would, to it would be a weird, weird thing to do yes. and then, and then, <laughs> yeah no that would that would be difficult but no i i have a couple of potential models that want to do this and so we'll see uh they're all athletic they can run away from the cops if the cops come so yeah but they be won't good. be wearing shoes yeah, they will. They're going to be wearing heels. Okay, gonna... that's not going to be helpful if you're running away from the cops. <laughs> Listen, I saw the new Jurassic Park movie. She ran in heels without a problem. So if she can, if, if Bryce but Dallas Howard can do heels. it, anybody can do oh it. Oh my God, you would. <laughs> oh man. So um, why don't we, uh, <laughs> on that note, take a quick break and then we'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now that you're in Florida, I guess it's time for me to go to Florida. Right, so you'll be here tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, I fly in tomorrow Monday. night, which is which. I guess this episode will be out Friday, so we'll wish you've already been. You'll already been here basically for the full week. You're going to be here at, <laughs> yeah, that point. at that point. By the time anybody listens to this, we're not doing any DKS meetups. By the way, it's just not really can you know either of our schedules. Uh, I mean, it would have been fine with my schedule, but I'm too much of a hermit to want to do it right now. So that's basically. Well, where why. would it be? Cocoa Beach, you know. I mean, yeah. yeah. Why do you say like Cocoa Beach? Like, why do you say it like that? I, mean, I, I didn't really... say, did I say it like that? Maybe. Yeah, you kind of said it like that. I mean, I mean, I would have driven to Altamont Alehouse. That would have been fine. But I just, I'm just not in the, in the mood to do it, to be honest. I love all of you listeners. Thank you very much. But I really don't want to see any of you right now. If it, if I just saw you, that'd be <laughs> Is good. Is that mean? Well, you, you're emotional I'm so availability. Right now. Yeah, uh, you're just not social at all. Yeah. I did see somebody who messaged me specifically. I was like, hey, would you have time to go to lunch? And I was like, sure. So we went. To, we actually went to Ale House and chatted. She was a listener uh, and a TikTok follower. And it was great meeting her. She's actually really fun and fantastic. And um, give her a shout out. Thanks for uh, you know spending an hour or two. It was, it was very nice to talk to her. And she's originally from Idaho. And she actually had questions about Idaho. She was just like... So uh, she goes, I was just wondering, like, when did you have the chance to masturbate in Idaho? And I was like, well, you are a dedicated listener. I can tell you that. Do like, we I have know to that talk you know about part. you coming again this episode? Damn. That'll be the end of it. We won't, uh, <laughs> I, I, we won't <laughs> talk about that any further. But, uh, but it was just it was, it was nice one-on-one. But uh, meeting a group of people right now, I just I don't have the, uh, the emotional uh, bandwidth for that type of thing. Mm. So, uh, and you don't have a rental car or any type of transportation. So you're basically at the mercy of, uh, I'm stealing, of your mom. I'm stealing my mom's car, basically. Is yeah. what I'm, I, she was like, don't drive to downtown Orlando when you're here. Because I'm dropping her off at the hospital. She works at the hospital. I'm dropping her off at the hospital. And then I'm, I was just going to drive to Winter Park or drive downtown and work there for sure. a couple hours and then pick her up when her shift's over. And I guess she didn't realize that she's like, well, don't drive downtown. That's really far. I'm like, not from the hospital where you are. That's like a couple like that's maybe 10 minutes from there. She's like, she's like, it's so far away. I'm like, Orlando <laughs> in itself is so far away what? from each like other spots. Does she know where downtown is? I don't like it's I not really that far. It's probably eight miles away. Like, I left not... the suburbs of Castleberry, basically. Oh, but God. yeah, so, so, far. so I'm basically just going to take her car, not tell her where I went. Say I went down the street to Chick-fil-A to work there, some crappy Starbucks and then back home. And or shit, come out to the beach and you can just uh, you can sit, you can actually go to the beach and, and work there if you want. I could do that, honestly. I don't oh, know. It might be too far for her, too. But well, um... she, what she's going to do, she's going to she's says that she won't but she'll check the miles on that should be like oh of course why, why is there 60 more miles on my odometer blah 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 and be like uh because i drove around in circles for five hours i don't know I, so i told i told you to rent a car told you to rent a car uh is master of none not coming so yeah master of none's not coming <laughs> he realized after my mom has called me today four times already my dad called the day before a couple of times and then a few days before so my parents knowing that i'm coming and i'm i'm literally will be in town monday night they're just calling me non-stop asking me a million questions and i'm in the mindset of just fucking text me it's not that hard what do you have to ask me in a phone call and it's really nothing it's just what would you right. like to eat when you're here could have been a text message and they're like well i just wanted to talk to you I'm like text message i don't know why i'm being like such a bitch and i'm like fuck Sarah this is why I didn't want to come back to Florida because yeah. now I'm gonna have to deal with this for a week and then I fly back and it'll be fine but 
Master of Dunn realizing he was going to be kind of stuck with my mom and then at the house for a week because his new job starts the following week. He was like, eh, I'd rather just kind of, I guess he's pretty much just going to chill at the house without me here for right. a week and enjoy his quiet time, I guess. Which, Solitude. Fine, yeah. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. But we're, we're just trying to, we've been having so much sex lately more than our, more than our average. Oh. I don't know. I mean, our average is maybe one to two times a week, but most of the time that's on the weekend. Like Saturday and Sunday is when we're really like fucking it out. But fucking it out. Banging it out. Well, yes, yeah, so we're just we're constantly fucking we're on just the fucking it out. Fucking it out on the weekends. But for whatever reason it was like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, last night. Well, last night was Saturday. But it's like, damn, like we've we've hit a lot and I'm like, what's going on here? Like, are you gonna miss me for a whole week? And I don't know. I'm not well, mad you know, at it, but <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, there was been a whole period where he was frustrated about the job search and all these things, and you know, all this stuff was happening that was just kind of like a drain. That's and now so those yeah. those answers are finally there. He's actually got a start date and all that, and so you, you kind of feel like a little bit happier about things. And so I'm sure that's a big part of it. Yeah, actually, I mean, yeah, I had mentioned when he got the job and he got a start date, he was jumping around the house, really happy and excited. So yeah, I'm sure tying, it, tying his dick in knots, you know, doing all types of crazy things. <laughs> I mean, some of the stupid shit he does with his dick. I love him so much, but he'll just whip his dick out and just start like hitting it against things. I'm like, can you fucking not? And he's like, kiss it, kiss it for me right now. Like, can you please oh fucking put it away, put it away? And he's like, but I'm horny. And then I'm like, no, you're not. A minute later, it's hard as a fucking rock. I'm like, how? Fucking how? He's like, it's because of you. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. I just looked at your dick. He's like, that that's all it takes. I'm like, oh my God. It's like it's like you made eye contact with it. It's like, you know, it's I like if you see right a snake eye, yeah. and you make make eye contact with it, then all of a sudden it's ready to strike. Yeah. Oh my god. But that's what always and then then I see it hard. And sometimes I'm like, uh, just sorry that sucks but please go away i'm working on stuff and other times like okay let's let's fuck that's fine you know i i've said multiple times that i feel like following you guys around with a camera would be hilarious for a reality show but now i realize it'd have to be an r-rated reality show <laughs> yes because that's the only way it would work with him being uh constantly willing to just whip out his dick constantly just not when he's cooking that's the i think the only time is just not just when he's not cooking when he's cooking he doesn't want you don't want to risk it you don't want to no, you don't want grease yeah yeah, yeah. Course, I, re- I respect that, but when the when the kitchen is closed and nothing's going on, that's just getting whipped out all over the place. When the kitchen is closed, <laughs> that shit's getting whipped out. <laughs> There's the quote of the episode. Oh boy, yeah. So you, um, so he's not coming, and then he coming down with you, and then have we told everybody where you're going after this? Have you told anybody? I think I had mentioned it briefly, but after that, when I get back into Nashville, I'll be in Nashville for two weeks, and then I'll be in Guatemala for a month. Ooh, that's going to be exciting. Yeah, so this will be an actual long-term solo trip, just me. So no meeting up with groups or anything. I don't know anyone there. I obviously have booked an Airbnb. I have transportation and stuff just so I feel a little safer, but... I'm I'm excited. I'm doing like some cool hiking stuff and volcanoes and I don't know, going to be working in a co-working space so we can record there and don't really have too many plans, but my job's cool with me working in another country. So I'm going to keep doing it. And you're doing my favorite thing, hiking. I mean, that just sounds amazing. Accidental hiking. hiking. Yeah. (laughs) All the hiking. Oh my God. Yeah. Can I? Cannot wait for you to live vicariously through all of your cool hikes. Well, when I visit so you I can... in Utah, then we can go on a hike together, okay? Right. We can drive up to a spot that looks really pretty and get out of the car. And pretend That's like the... we hiked? Is that... Pretend yeah. like we hiked. There we go. Okay. Yeah, deal. That's fine. 
I'll do a walk. Like a flat walk is fine. I just don't want to hike. I'm not a hiker. That's how you, that's honestly, that's why I like walking around in Florida because it's flat. The only problem is it's hot as fuck where the difference in Nashville, yes. I mean, Nashville doesn't really have that many hills, but every other place and Master of None's like, damn, what, what's wrong with you? Like, why don't, why are you not liking this incline? I'm like, I come from flat. I can do flat. <laughs> Unless I know I'm going to get sweaty, then I'll prepare for it and I won't have a problem hiking. Right, right. I'm, um, I'm actually, it's funny, I'm going to Houston. I'm going to stay there for a week and I have a friend in Houston that I'm, I'm visiting, looking forward to that. But she's like telling me how much hiking she does in Houston. Really? And I, yeah, see, I, I never would have thought of it. Apparently, you don't have to travel for much, much further out of Houston. There are giant hills or mountains of some type. Interesting. I which didn't I have no idea what what they are. Um. So, huh. but not that I would do that. I'm just saying that she brought that up as like a thing she does, and I was like, oh, well, that's great. Well, if you don't want to do that, but if you want to find a dive bar and have a drink, then th- that works for me. It'd be one thing if it was you were walking into some kind of waterfall. There's a lot of trails like that in Tennessee. That could, yeah. They're not that they're there's some hills, but they're not anything crazy. And then there's a it's just, I don't mind end. usually walking there. I just don't want to walk back, you know. Like I don't mind getting to the destination, but then I'm done. Like then I'm just like, all right, just call rescue, just send them a helicopter so I can just sit down and fly back. Like that's all I want. <laughs> like half of the fun back. is hiking back though. Half the fucking fun, yeah, whatever. No, I feel you on that. You're like, damn it, I'm out of my water. Well, you have to ration your water so you're not out on the way back and all that. Oh, yeah, and bring water. Like that's something I don't do. I don't bring anything with me. That's the, been part of the problem when I went my accidental hike in Yellowstone too. I didn't have anything, not even not even bear spray. But uh, I'm gonna get some of that. That's next time I so go. problematic because when we were like around that area at the same time when I went to South Dakota and I went yeah. on a hike, I was by myself and I was probably 15 minutes in. Took a couple photos of my tripod. I was like, okay, I'll keep going. I'm the only one out there. I haven't seen anyone enter yeah. or exit the trail. And I'm just thinking to myself, I don't have any fucking bear spray. This is really stupid. And then I left. I, I walked See, back whereas, and left. whereas I wasn't even on a trail. I just went off and found my own spot by the river and just started walking along the river and uh, was looking for bears, thinking, what the I want to see wrong a bear. With you? No, Adam. So, no, that's how you that die. That was my plan. That was my, you know that's a way to go. That is a way to that's go. That's the that worst I, I, way I, to go. I mean, if you have to, if you have to go, go out being eaten by a bear. I feel like you know at least you're contributing to nature. Giving back is what I say. Oh fuck. Okay. How do I transition um, away from this? Speaking of speaking of giving back. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're doing a new thing that we're going to have a new segment on our podcast that's going to be called the DKS Helpline. And so we have a phone number, which is 407-519-0181. That's 407-519-0181. It's a voicemail that any of you can call, and you can ask a question. Ask a question about dating, about sex, about relationships, anything. Just make sure you give us a name or some type of social media handle. And if we choose to use it on air, then we're going to play your play your question, and then we will we'll talk about it and answer it. So we want to try to get as many people as we can to fill up that, that voicemail so that we have plenty of cool things to choose from and cool questions. And if you're going to ask questions, let's try to keep it, you know, Clean. Like 30 seconds, you know? Yeah, like, let's just, you know, don't don't ramble too much. Try to try to maybe write down your question before you ask it, because I know how sometimes I will get DMs from people who say, hey, can I ask you a question? And I'll say yes. And then they'll send me 45 Once uh, upon messages. Once a time, I had a friend who looked like this, who wanted yes. this, and you're like, okay, but <laughs> yeah. what was your question? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so definitely, uh, you but know, try like to keep it a little concise. a detailed story of a situation that you right. want advice on. Then that's fine, but 
I don't know. Yeah, let's just, but you know, we're going to use ones that we can actually use for air. So just keep that in mind. But we would really like this. So if you are a dedicated listener and you've been listening for a while, then I would love for you, even if you don't usually like talking on the phone, to please make the effort of calling 407-519-0181 and asking a question. It'll, it'll really help us out. And it'll be a new content thing we're going to try out and see if we can get this going as a regular segment. Even if you just want to call in, say, hey, and Ask you just say, Hey, I've been listening for a while, blah blah blah. That's fine too. It doesn't have to be a question. Just show us that's true. You can also just show us some love if you feel more comfortable doing that. But just know it could be on air, so you've been on air. So just just be aware. Yes, whatever you say, we may uh put on air. Sarah will probably make fun of it. I'll be nice because you know that's how we, that's that how it is. That is not how that works at all. What the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> I just want to see if anybody would fall for that, but we know it'd be the other <laughs> way around. Sarah will be the nice one, and then I will be the the mean one because that's you know that's that's how it how it rolls. <sighs> um, so yeah, uh, that's a uh, that's a new thing we're doing. So please, once again, that phone number is four zero seven five one nine zero one eight one. And if you're looking for it on YouTube, it's going to be on the screen. Uh, in on the podcast, it'll be in the show notes, so you'll be able to find the phone number in the show notes and you can click it and call. And we're about to share all of that in our TikToks and Instagrams as well. So if you forgot all those other resources, you can always go to our personal social media pages for it. And if you still can't figure it out after all that, you don't even know how to play back this episode and listen, then we probably don't want your question anyways. (laughs) Okay, fair, I guess. Am I I already, I mean, if figure at that point, you've just proven you don't know how to dial a phone number. And if you're the troll that we know always listens and hates us, we're just deleting your message the second you call us. So bye. Maybe. Or if you leave a message, I might just destroy you too. So this could be more than just a helping uh, segment. This could be a Adam Roast Callers segment. So if we have any trolls that call, who knows what's going to happen? This could be a lot of fun. That's why we're that's why we're kind of leaving it open. We're going to see what what kind of fun could come from this. Okay, okay. I haven't thought about the troll aspect until I just kind of said it out loud. Yeah. Absolutely, and then we won't we won't use your name. We'll just make fun of you so mercilessly that you okay, want to Adam. Your name chill, to... chill, chill, oh, chill, fine. chill. All right, see, fine, see what happened fine. here. He got a little. Yeah, me- you I'm, gave I'm him getting, an inch. I'm getting too excited. I know. I'm getting too excited about being mean to people now. And that's why no one's going to call. So again, if you just want to call and say, "Hey, love your podcast. My name is blank." That's fine too, because Adam can't roast something like that or be mean, right, Adam? I I the I'm the one who edits, so trust me, I. I that is correct. I, I'm a little nicer correct. than Adam when it comes to stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not mean, per se. You're I'm just, just very blunt. I'm blunt, too, but I, we're blunt in very different ways. Yes. I'm blunt in a way that gets me a bunch of community guideline violations on TikTok. Uh, that's, that's basically that, the way that's that I'm fair. That's a good way to put it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I have found, though, by the way, that my new, new favorite word that I call people is shit weasel. Does that not so get my, caught in TikTok? No, TikTok doesn't know what that word is, so it's not. It hasn't reached their like their <laughs> their shit algorithm weasel. yet. So I call people shit like all the time. Like, all right, you misogynistic shit weasel, and so every, and everybody loves it because it's just a new word, and uh, it's it's been going pretty well. Huh. So and I, I think it's originally I I feel like I got it from like an old Stephen King book uh, that he uh, there was a thing called a shit weasel, but I don't even know. So, anyways, I just thought it was kind of funny. Now that I've switched my content to travel, nothing gets banned. Imagine that. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I'll stick on that side of TikTok now. Yeah, I don't blame you. I really don't. Um, all right. Before we go ahead and uh, go to get to our topic, I want to give a shout out to some of the new countries that have been popped up. We have, um, you know, we get emails with, uh, hey, you're popping up in the, the charts for different podcasts for different countries, uh, for, for Dana Kind of Sucks, for different, you know, different uh, the society, culture, relationship category in a bunch of different countries. 
So, um, actually, Sarah, let's start. I was going to say. <laughs> um, so Why we don't have, you do we this? Some, well, if I can pronounce everything correct. Now I'm worried about my pronunciation of countries and roasting myself on air. Um, this will be Sarah's audition to see if she's allowed to ever read out countries again. Oh, don't say that. I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so you guys know, I am I can talk and I can read, but I am so terrible at trying she to cannot I read I talk. cannot read and talk while while recording whatsoever. We do a lot of stupid takes of me just going, "What does this word mean?" or "What did I just say?" or you're like yeah. Adam's like that wasn't meant to be a question. You just read it as a question. I'm like, "I'm fucking stupid." <laughs> so anyways, let's let's do these country shout-outs. We have Greece, Barbados, South Korea, Jordan, Portugal, Qatar, Slovakia, Hungary, and Ghana. Very Look, well I done. Look, I did it. <laughs> and thank you, thank you to everyone in those countries and all everywhere else across the uh, across the globe. Listen to us, but the, yeah, the, apparently uh, there's they're binging it right now because we popped up uh, high up on their on their charts in these countries, and we always appreciate having new listeners in. All, all like literally all across the globe. None in Guatemala though, so we'll see what happens uh, when you're in Guatemala. That's what's Maybe kind we'll, of funny. We'll get a spike. Yeah, it's yeah. like if I travel to these countries, will we get even more of a spike? That'd be cool. <laughs> well, you were you were in Lisbon, you know, only a couple months ago, and now you know there's a spike in Portugal. So you never know. You never Maybe know. we'll see Colombia pop up in here, and uh, and then uh, Guatemala after that. But yeah, so thank you very much uh, to all those countries, and we'll be right back with our topic du jour. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. Why do you always laugh the at that? Topic du jour. The topic, the topic of the day. It's like DiGiorno. I think this is an important topic because we've talked about so many other concepts like gaslighting, breadcrumbing, love bombing, and defined all of those. But a lot of the times people come to us with questions of like, this example is happening is this normal or what is this where it's not specifically love bombing or any of those other terms, but it's toxic. So I, I, I think it's valuable to break down small little things that could be eroding your relationship by breaking down what those are, what to look out for other than just gaslighting or insert big term here. I agree uh, because a lot of the little toxic things might be elements of those, but you might not really see the forest for the trees, for example. And so you, you might not be aware of the bigger picture of how bad it could be. Uh, it's funny that sometimes like on Reddit, there's like the relationships thread where people will post, oh, I'm in a really happy relationship with so-and-so. And then they'll describe the relationship. And like every personal comments goes, did you just say that was happy? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And, and like, that is so toxic. And then just by getting more perspective from people and understanding this happens on TikTok too, where someone will ask a question and in their question will be like, uh, I think you have to have the answer to this. But you, as you start to learn, as people start to see what toxic behavior is, they realize, Oh, I have this toxicity, like in my relationship right now, like this is, this is not healthy for me. What do I do? And so it's, it's, it's good to have, I think a breakdown of some of the, some of the behaviors and actions that can be considered toxic. Yeah. It's super easy when you're in a toxic relationship to get lost in the big terms and going, well, that's not, that's not exactly how my situation is. So it's not love bombing. That's not exactly what I, versus are they lying to you? Are they, you know, (laughs) my, one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done is the one from, Oh, it's like three years ago now. Gaslighting uh, the, ga- the gaslighting episode, where in the process of talking about gaslighting, well, like, I didn't. But that that goes back to I didn't know right. the small little steps of why it was so fucking toxic. <laughs> I just thought, oh, gaslighting. And as we're discussing each cool. step, 
uh, like one by one, like you're sitting there and like, and as it was just crazy just because you had this realization as we're going through that, oh my God, like I, I this is happening to me right now. Like, and it was crazy because you just, you hadn't been something that you would have been aware of all the little pieces. And so I think that that's, that's kind of a good, like if, if you've never listened to that episode, like if you're brand new, I would suggest going and finding it. Uh, I don't know. It was like, I feel like it was three it years ago. It was definitely right? like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, but yeah, it's so maybe. Uh, listeners will have some, you know, something to take away that uh, hopefully will be like, oh, now I have to set my relationship on fire. But maybe it'll give you some idea if you are in a toxic relationship. Well, even if you are in a toxic relationship or you're noticing toxic behaviors, address them. And depending on that outcome, you can go, okay, this is definitely not going to fucking work. Or, okay, we're both on the same page. We can work towards fixing these things. Like I have, I have a friend, for example, who... She's now married to him, but very early on, her big rule with him was, do not lie to me. I've been lied to by exes. Do not lie to me. You get like one shot and then then we're done. And he had lied to her. They had a conversation about it. And then they never they never had an issue ever again. And they worked on their relationship. And he was like, okay, got it. I'm sorry. I know my behaviors were wrong. And then they continue to work on their relationship. And now they're married. But she said very early on, I had to set the rules of, I don't, I do not tolerate these things happening. If you happen to do any of these things, slap on the wrist and then you're done. Right. I think that that is, that's one of those things. Does some, if, if someone is doing a toxic behavior, does it automatically mean that they're a bad person or, you know, or someone that you can't be with? Not always. It really kind of depends on the behavior, but it also depends, like Sarah just said, on how they double, if they double down or, or like, or refuse to acknowledge it. Uh, when when they're presented with the uh, with the concept that it might be toxic, if if it's something where there's a you know there's a toxic behavior, and you bring it up to them and they are like, oh my god, I don't even realize that I was doing that. That's a subconscious thing. It's probably from my last relationship. Well, whatever. Like I I I will work. I will work on that. I'll be better. Well, then that's a, that's a problem averted, and that doesn't mean that they're a bad person. So that's something to keep in mind as we go through this as well. Well, yeah, and we've always talked about how we're garbage human being. We have both done toxic ass things in relationships in the past. But we recognized what we were doing wrong and now we're fix we are fixing them in our future or current relationships and helping other people not do those things. Or just deciding <laughs> to avoid relationships altogether. Okay, well, okay, well I'm trying to be less toxic. I think everyone has You're definitely less toxic than, than you used to be, no, without a doubt, I would say. I mean, in the four years of recording this podcast, I went from having very strict rules and like i think the last episode we did too of rules i was very focused on rules and then i had very toxic behaviors when it came to dating and now it's like okay you know everyone everyone's toxic in their own way but recognizing a toxic behavior and when you're called out for it going oh fuck i need to work on this i apologize and working on it with your partner is one thing versus going oh that's not an issue i didn't do that and continuing to do that then you're just continuing those toxic behaviors and you're not actually trying to work on your relationship so let's dive into it let's go through some of the things that you can look for in your relationship whether it might be your own behavior or the behavior of your partner uh, that might be uh, might be a toxic or, or kind of a, a pathway to toxicity well I had started off with lying from my my friend's example but also just keeping things secret whether you do it or you notice your partner's doing it in a in a weird way could be a toxic behavior. Absolutely. Like you don't owe 
your partner, like to tell them absolutely everything about your past and all like, you know, like you don't have to have that type of trauma done. If you don't feel safe with that, that's okay. But like in the present, if you find yourself lying or they're being lying or hiding omission, you know, omitting truths or anything like that, then that, that, that definitely can be, can be a problem. And that it's funny, but at the same time, when the coin is flipped, um, you don't owe somebody to like open up your phone and provide it to them either. Like you still have the right to privacy, but you don't have, if you're omitting things that are important to omit, then that's an issue. Yeah. Of Oh, they didn't need to know exactly where I was going last night, but you went somewhere they wouldn't have approved of. If you would have told them eh, that was kind of toxic, you know, cause you, you knew that they wouldn't have right. enjoyed you doing that behavior or what, if, for example, Strip club, if your partner's like, I don't like people going to strip. Obviously, you can do whatever you want to do. Maybe that you're not in the right relationship if a strip club is a hard-pressed rule. But you know what I mean? Of like, If you're doing something that you know would get you in trouble or they wouldn't approve of or they'd be upset about and you're just like omitting it, eh, well, maybe that's that's a bigger conversation of your relationship in general, though, because right. you're not on yes, the same page. Yes. And and not only that, but that also leads to kind of another another type of toxicity. It's a more general thing like lying and dishonesty, which is kind of jealousy and insecurity. And if you know, if you if you're lying or you're omitting truths because your partner is constantly jealous or insecure about things you're doing, so even though you you don't you like the strip club, for example, you don't tell them because they're insanely insecure about the strip club. Well, then that's that's something that both of you guys are need to really sit down and talk about because there's a problem there. Like it, it's it's whether it's their insecurity, why are they insecure, or why are you why do you have to lie about it? If you're honest about it, is that going to end the relationship? Like that's that's a whole element of, of conversation you have to have. If you have to, if you have to lie to keep them from being jealous or insecure, then there's a problem. And there. that might not be a good match. I'm just saying this out loud of. If you're like me and not super religious, but you're dating a super religious person who doesn't like strip clubs, I don't know if that's, and then you're omitting those truths and not telling them, you might not be in a, a good match of a relationship to begin with. Plus, someone super religious is a red flag anyway, so anyone who's super religious, how hard you want to be with them in any, any way whatsoever. I knew you were going to say that. I mean... Uh, but let, let me give you a non, non-strip club Okay, example, okay, let's actually. move <laughs> Because like the yeah the, the, that gets in a whole extra world of purity culture and all that stuff. But let, let's just talk about um, my my ex wife for example. Uh, when she and I were when, when we were married, I had to lie about things because she would get so mad, and she would get mad even if it was something out of my control. Like uh, for example, if I had a uh, like a credit card where it got flagged for fraud by accident, so they stopped allowing like we had to get new cards. And then she went to go shopping with her friends and went to use that card and it was declined. I would bear the brunt of her anger on that because she would just be embarrassed about in front of her friends. I was trying to buy things. I was trying to buy lunch for everybody and it got declined. And I would have to basically not even lie, but I like I'd have to essentially it was my job somehow to make her feel better, even though it had nothing to do with me. It wasn't my fault. It was a complete thing that I'd already had already fixed and had new cards on the way. And, you know, and I'd have to come up with something just to make her feel better, you know. And so that was that was the type of thing that was not healthy. It wasn't healthy because I was trying to cater to her attitude and her issues rather than standing up for myself and being honest. Saying, it's being not like, that big of a deal. New cards are yeah, on the way. Down. Get over it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to think you're poor because a card got declined. Just say, oh, yeah, it looks like there's a fraud thing. Use another fucking card. You know, and, and I didn't say that. And so, um, you know, I think that that's that's another example of kind of lying to feed something or being dishonest in a way because I was bearing the brunt of her anger. Well, if you're also lying because 
because you're fearing retaliation like that or physical retaliation, then you know that's toxic too. Yes, of course. Any, any any type of any type of physical altercation whatsoever is automatically toxic behavior. Any type of uh, on either end, well, woman to man, man to woman, woman to woman, man to man, like it doesn't matter what type of relationship you're in, um, or non-binary to non-binary. Like I'm just anyone who is physically abusive to another person is an immediate that that's not a toxicity that you should even try to work through. In my opinion, that's one that you walk away from if you're if you're in a place that you can walk away from. Yeah. I know that's like further down on our list of things to talk about, but when you're li- when you're doing things to avoid negative reactions like that, you're in a toxic relationship and you need to find a way out of it, especially when it comes to violence. Oh, hundred um, percent. Get away from the, like getting kind of maybe back to maybe the ones that are a little more subtle. Um, when you feel a lack of support, if you don't feel like your partner is like your, I mean, your partner should be kind of your cheerleader. Like when you go on you know when you get a promotion or you get a new job or or something cool happens you you should want you know the first person you say maybe not the first person might be your best friend and then your partner but like you should really want to tell your your partner and you should want to tell them because you can't because they're going to be as happy for you as you are and so if if you don't have that type of support that's that's a a hint that there might be some toxicity or if you don't feel like this you have the support to go to them with issues that you're facing not in a therapist aspect but just to talk about your day and going like hey what's your advice on this or like what are your thoughts and you don't feel like you can go to that person because they're going to be negative or they're going to roll their eyes at you talking about an issue to them that's an that's an issue as well because like you said you want someone to be your support system your cheerleader someone that you are excited to talk to about things and a lot of the times too with the lack of support it could stem from jealousy of you don't you don't want to share things with them because they could be jealous of Say you're getting promotions at work or great things are happening to you and their lives are just kind of stagnant and they're they're wanting to be experiencing success like you are, but they're not really happy for you, then that could be toxic. Absolutely. That can be it can be hard because obviously they have to work through their own emotions if they're having a difficult time. But you don't want them to put those aside just to be there for you, but you want them to consider that, you know, that you did something or you have something that you're proud of or something that you want, like you want them on your side. And if they're not, and then that can be a support in other ways too. Let's, let's talk about that. Maybe um, something happens at work. Um, and let's say like, you're a woman and a man says something shitty to you at work and you go home and tell your, your, you know, your husband. And instead of saying, well, that's awful. I'm so sorry you went through that. He goes, well, what did you say? How did you, what did you do? Yeah. Or, or, um, well, does this happen? Like, I, I'm sure, or it's I'm sure your fault. Didn't or it. why are you being so dramatic about that? It's not that big of a deal. And being negative towards you trying to confide in them and show trust in your relationship. And he's, or, or she is throwing negativity your way. Any, anything where the person isn't immediately listening to you and being like, I'm on your side tell me the whole story and just listen without judgment and and can sit there and say well that's awful what would how can i help you with this what would you like me to do with this but when yeah when people when when people do all said well what did you do to deserve that that's this like kind of victim blaming shit that means that you don't you don't have support from that person so you can't tell them because they're not going to take your side and you know it's it's funny my my family is kind of like that like uh, i feel like growing up it was one of those things when something happened it was always well what did you do to deserve that um like well, whether it was uh, like uh, well, it was, it was, you know, usually like, I mean, for me, it was probably because I did something to deserve it to be 100% honest. Um, you know, but, but like, you know, it would be something like a, you know, a teacher got, re, you know, really mad at me. And instead of saying, well, they're an adult, you're a child. Well, that's different. You know, that's a little different. 
No, 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 it's not. Uh, they're an adult and I'm a child and the, they got so mad that I got, you know, something like something like, you know, they, we had a, I was in a private school. We had like a paddle oh, and oh, things okay. like that. Gotcha. Yeah. And they, you know, so they had, you know, corporal punishment in that sense. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Side note, how the fuck did you go to a school like that? It's so funny how, how you are now. A private oh Christian school. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, you know, I'm eight years old. I'm a little smart ass, but I'm eight years old. And this is a, you know, 35, 40 year old person. And they can't, they don't have the maturity to handle, you know, things like that. Or, or even if I'm a, like, a, I'm in high school and there's a teacher who's supposed to be the adult, my parents would always be like, well, what did you do? So this teacher did it. Instead of saying, regardless of what you did, the teacher's still the fucking adult and should act like right. an adult. See, that's the better yeah. answer. And and even though yes maybe I did shit and you know that, that I made them lose their lose their top or whatever and so that was that's the thing that I didn't feel like I could tell my parents so I had to lie that's why I was such a I mean I'm a manipulative person because I had to lie about everything because I got the trouble all the time and half the time it was my fault um, but even then I didn't realize till I was older that I should never be taking the blame for what adults decide because an adult does something to a uh, to a child who is like that young that's the adult's fault. Yeah. Well, that's why it was sad that you, when you were like, your parents always said that because it's like, damn, like some blame. I don't know. Yeah. Well, because I feel like they knew how mad I made them sometimes because of the shit that I said. And like, I was such a smart ass. Like, I mean, imagine me now, but just coming, coming, coming from a like, but the same, like the same brain coming from like an eight year old, you know, like essentially is what it was, you know, like it, it was, it was pretty bad. So I feel bad for my parents oh, sometimes. Just Moving on. We already touched on safety and violence, but also just bringing that in again of you feel unsafe around them, whether that's saying no to them in the bedroom or an argument that could get escalated into more violence. Watch out for those behaviors of any. I, I think a lot of this, and this is like going to be my takeaway is any gut feelings of something's not right here. It's probably not right. And it needs a conversation or it needs a resolution of this is not working. I can't be with somebody toxic. Yeah, I agree. You have to listen to your gut. And sometimes you don't, the, your gut might say things that, that might be subtler. And this is kind of a, these are small things. But if you always feel the need to only post amazing things on social media about your partner, like you, you, you never would dare criticize them in any way whatsoever, but you post these things like over the top. Like anytime I read somebody doing that, I'm like, oh, they're covering, like they're, they're, they're basically recovering for someone being a shitty, shitty spouse right now. And they're, they're posting this because they feel like whatever just happened in their life is about to blow up. So they're trying to like butter up their part of their By partner. posting publicly to make it seem like everything's fine so that they don't Such explode. A wonderful, right. Or I remember, I remember dating someone who was also dating someone else at the same. Oh, she had a boyfriend, boy. but she and I went. Yeah, she was a. She was. She had a boyfriend, but she and I were seeing each other constantly. I would drive over to Cocoa Beach and see her, and her boyfriend was just a piece of shit. He just didn't do anything ever, and so we were hanging out. She'd come over and stay the night with me when and everything like that, like all the time. Like it was just. It was very weird how she even considered herself dating them, but then they had been together for like six years and she refused to break up with them and I couldn't figure it out. And I was just, you know, completely emotionally immature in that sense. And I was willing to enjoy my time with her. But then there was this one time where he made her breakfast. Okay. Now I knew for a fact that this was the first time in six years that he had ever done anything like that for her. 
So to me, it's doing the bare fucking minimum because I had done that a dozen wrong? times. What what's wrong behind the scene? Why is he? Well, doing in, that? In, in 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 my case, it was just he had done it because I think he just woke up one breakfast and she happened to be like he oh, just basically okay. made he wasn't trying to cover that. himself or something. But is basically what I was she posted this amazingly glowing thing on Facebook about how wonderful my boyfriend is that he made me breakfast and such a sweetheart and such a you know was just such a great great partner and I'm sitting here knowing all the details behind the scenes and it. Infuriated me, and I actually stopped talking to her at that moment. That was like I was like, you know what? I'm done with that. Like I, I've made you breakfast like a half a dozen times just because that's what you do. You know, like you make coffee in the morning, like it's a thing. And she acted like this was like just because he was, he was so going terrible above and beyond by making breakfast. And 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 so when people do that type of thing, when people overcompensate for like their their spouse, oh my god, he finally swept the floor once in ten years, <laughs> and you have to write a fucking Facebook post about it. You're in a toxic relationship. I just think. People sharing too much about their relationships on social media shows that they're in a toxic relationship. It's one thing. Well, it's kind of hard when we have a no, podcast where all we I, do is I share know, but, every intimate detail. Well, we're, we're talking about like the, but it's not always the good and the bad. It's how often do. No, it is. You mean it's a, it is the good and the bad. It's a balance. That's, what, that's what I meant. It, it is the good and the bad. Yeah, it's yeah, not always yeah. just the good. I mean. Right. But even just posting on social media, how often do we post even you? posting about people that we're dating on social media. I'll post master of none if he's there and wants to be on, but it's not, it's never a post of, Oh my God, we're so happy together. The best two years of my, like even our anniversary photo that I posted, it was just like two years dating him. Cool. It wasn't, these are the best two years of my life. And I can't imagine a life without, there's a level. There's a level. There's a level. Well, I, I imagine if he was a little bit more of an Instagram husband at the same time that he was your boyfriend, that it might be a little different. If he was more into like taking photos and stuff like that, I might have posted just, just love this man so much, bit. blah blah blah. But it wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't be to the extreme of wow. He. I don't know. I post occasional things, but it's not a long written Facebook post about how great my life is with him because I know how good it is, right. and I really don't need to share that with everybody. I mean, I guess I am now, but it's it's different when it's a. I think it's different when it's a Facebook post or an Instagram post of. I, I think it's well, and I think it's what it is is when it's when it's this like obviously overcompensating thing. Like it's it's just especially if they're when 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 people in your real life know what it's really like, and you're posting things that are lies essentially. Because you're trying to like almost like, everybody. do the secret. Well, it's like yeah, like or like in the secret, just imagine it. So you're trying to like put it out in the world that you have a great relationship, hoping that it'll actually come true. Uh, but if you have to do that, if you feel like you know you're you're in a place where you have to kind of fake it, that's a toxic relationship. If you're faking it on social media because you're so miserable, then that's absolutely toxic. And then your gut is obviously telling yeah. you that. You'll, I mean, I've been in one like that before. Oh, I, I want to post this, but he could get mad, but I'm going to post it and post something sappy because I want people to know how happy I am. Why are you doing that? Because you're deep down, you're insecure that you're really not happy with that person and something's off. Didn't you date somebody like over the, like, didn't you want to date with somebody where they were upset that you posted something? Or, or am I, am I? I don't know. Just, Keep going. Like, <laughs> it, it was just something like you posted, just like a, it was a cool shot of something where you went or whatever. But they were kind of upset that you were posting on social media. I feel, I feel like that was true, but I don't know if that, that actually, if that was just somebody else telling me a story. I don't think or that that's anything that about. I've ever <laughs> experienced. I think, I think okay, I've dated okay. people who were annoyed at the fact that I post so much on social media, and I'm like, that's a you problem, not a me problem. And because of that, though, and they were annoyed by it, I was like this is not going to work because I'm not going to change my behaviors 
because of you. Like, that's just a non-negotiable. I'm not going to stop posting on social media because you don't like it. But if you were feeling, if you were me in that situation and feeling insecure and really wanted to date someone and felt like this was, you were grasping at straws for a relationship, that's talk that you would stop posting and doing the things you were doing before dating them just to please another person. That's toxic. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, and I think that, that, you know, you, you should be able to do what you want without worrying that you're going to incur somebody's wrath. That's never healthy. Um, and, and then the other coin, the other, the other side of the coin, now we've done a whole episode on social media and, and how it relates to relationships. And that might be worth listening to for like a broader discussion about this. Cause we really get into the nitty gritty details of it, but at the same time, and there are exceptions, if, if you feel like your partner is ashamed of you in the sense that they are almost hiding you in social media, like they never talk about you, they never post, like they post other things. They post, you know, they go, but they post when they go out their brunch. They post when they, when they're with their friends, but they never post about you, that they refuse to even, they, they used to have exes on their, there, but they crap you, know, like, you out now. That's, yeah. Yeah. Or, or their Facebook relationship status, like they used to do that, but now they won't. Uh, you know, like if their behavior changes in a way that it feels like they are trying to hide you, that's very toxic. Um, and like I said, there is that other side of the coin, like with Master Nun, for example, who doesn't really use social media. So the fact that he doesn't really post anything about He's you is never not, posted like, anything. Not, uh, and... Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, do, he doesn't use really use social media. Like so, it's not a thing that it's not the same thing. It's only for people who use it on a, on a, in a different way, but won't incorporate you into their social media usage right. in that sense. Yeah, if they don't post and they never posted, then it's not an insult. It does feel weird not tagging him and stuff, but that's mostly because his username is disgusting and i just i love him but i'm like really i'm not letting my aunt and uncle see your username but oh my god it's just i just love it like he just yeah basically his social media presence is like a 14 14 year old 4chan boy is what it is half the time and it's just it's so fucking funny to me because he just never changed it from back then you know like he's basically that's he left kind of it, what it, thought is. it was funny and no, that has no need to change it even knowing he's very su- right. and that's that's the difference is he's very supportive of when I go viral on social media, he's very supportive. He pays attention to going like, oh, my God, that's the most you've ever most views you've ever gotten on a TikTok. I remember when you were excited about this. He pays attention and is excited for me, but he just doesn't do it himself because he thinks it's stupid. And that's fine. That's fine. Right, right. Just fake, fake yeah, Internet. Exactly. Points. It's all Internet points. Anyway, let's see. Um, oh, so getting into gut feeling. Oh, yeah. going to say a lot of these. There's always some kind of drama around. If there's social media issues going on, you have drama in your relationship. If there's lying, there's drama in your relationship. I think if you are in a relationship where it's just a cycle of them getting mad, you guys getting in fights, there's always some kind of drama. You telling your friends like constant, like you're still in high school dealing with bullshit high school drama. It's a toxic relationship. You should not be fighting or arguing with your partner nonstop. And saying that it's healthy. Sure, you can have arguments every once in a while about certain important things. But if it's really petty shit that you're arguing about all the time and then it's just this constant drama cycle of he's talking to this girl. He looked at a girl this way and I'm mad at this and he's mad at me for this. You're in a toxic relationship. You are both not good for one another. You both need to seek some kind of therapy and not be together. Yeah, the the need to have the drama for both of you is is just is always frustrating. I see people who do that. They fight constantly and they I'm like, Do you you don't even like each other? And they're like, Well, but just when it's good, it's so good. I was and like, And they're yeah, posting that, that on social like, media. It's it's a, you know their drama on Facebook because they're posting it on Facebook and then you know when they're happy, and I say that in air quotes, because they're posting about it on Facebook and you're like, This is toxic, all of it. 
Yeah. I've had to cut out friends like that. I just, uh, like, I'm done. Like, I'm, I can't be your friend because I can't, I can't continue to be your support every time you get in a fight with it. And then you will, but you won't walk away. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, we're great again. I promise. You know, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm sorry. Go, go be in your own little drama bubble and uh, that you're both toxic. Like, because at that point, they, they really are. It's okay for your relationship to not be exciting at a certain point in time because your lives are just kind of coasting right now. There's, there's moments of peaks and valleys and lulls and whatever, and that's fine. But it doesn't have to be a constant fucking roller coaster of good and bad and good and bad. Master Run and I, we coast a lot of it. Like, Things are not so good, then things are good, and then we're just kind of, you know, day to day, everything's fine, and that's okay. It doesn't, being in a relationship doesn't mean every moment is happy, and you should not want to be in a relationship where every moment is terrible. Well, it's it's like being single. It's like anything in life. Like, when you're single, you're going to have moments where you're happy, moments where you're upset about things, and moments where you're, you're just kind of coasting along, and that that's how relationships should be, too. There should be no difference in those. You know, it's a relationship just because you're there's another person there doesn't mean it should always be, like, these amazing highs on things, because that gets exhausting as well. You want to have some moments where you're just calmness, and just be able to relax in the moment, and if it's all drama, then it's all yeah, garbage. You should be happy just doing simple things with your partner. The end. <laughs> Uh, another big, big talk uh, element of toxicity, and, and this is uh, also one that like could do a whole episode on, is the the concept of of consent in general. And and uh, you know, just to just to say this, you know, very very clearly, if you are in a relationship with someone, uh, you do not owe them sex, like just because you're in a relationship, that like, you have the right to say no at any any point. You still have total bodily autonomy, uh, whether you're married or not. And believe it or not, actually, marital rape was legal. Until I don't know how long ago, but it is it's recently become prohibited. But it was actually considered acceptable for a husband to rape his spouse, essentially, and, and not need, and coerce or whatever, and not need consent to have sex in a relationship. And even though that was legal until recently, it was still toxic. If at any point in your relationship you don't feel like you can say no to your partner, then you are in a toxic yeah, relationship. I second that. I didn't realize that was a recent thing. I just. Yeah, I wish I had the. I, I, I wish I realized I was going to say this, and then I would have had the. Uh, <laughs> I would, you know, but I never know. Um, I would have had the numbers in front of me, but um, but it's it's something that happens. You know, it's, it's a big issue. There there are whole TikTok accounts of these men saying basically that once you get married, that yes, that's what women owe you, is uh, is you know, sex constantly. Like there, this guy just recently did this thing and said, um, "Ladies, you should never say no to your man once you're married. Uh, like think of it like being a car. You don't like the taste of gas, do you? You're not going to drink gas, but you know what gas is good for? Oh. The Car. Oh so you, when your man, when your man comes home, you should be, you should have a sign that says, you know, premium, premium unleaded, open twenty four seven, you know, and stuff like that. And like it's just essentially that's yeah, a toxic it's, it's person. Completely, obviously, completely, yes. What oh, the yes. fuck? Who who yes, thinks so toxic? Who thinks that is a good thing to say out loud? Records that and then posts it on the fucking internet. With thousands of men who also commented saying, yeah, he's telling the truth. Oh, yeah, preach it, King. You know, like all these men who just think that they're entitled to sex because they're in a relationship. And and so I think it's very important for for, for our women listeners to understand, and probably non-binary listeners as well, that if you are in a relationship, uh, you do not owe your partner sex. 
And if they are coercing you, if they are pressuring you, if, if they're guilt tripping you uh, or anything, and they're not trying to understand why you don't want to have sex, they're not trying to ask what's wrong. They're not trying to ask, you know, what, if, if there's something they're not doing, like, you know, they don't wash their ass and you're sick of the smell or whatever it might be. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, which is probably fair. what yeah. it is 80% of the time. Let's be honest, you know, but, but like whatever it might be. And they're not trying to find out the source there and, and try to work with you and communicate, but they're just trying to blame you for it and guilt trip you and having sex. That is a toxic relationship. And that is, that is a key element of toxicity because you were losing your bodily autonomy and they are not respecting consent. They're probably a narcissist as well because they're, they're the one who needs to be pleasured in the relationship. They don't give a fuck about you. You're just there. It's exactly right. You're essentially just a hole for them to fuck. Um, you know, which is, which is terrible. Well, but that that is a big, I'm not saying simple, but something like that has all of those other points that we've already mentioned. They're jealous about shit. They don't, you know, they lying to you. There's drama. They're going to neg you. There's, it's all of those things. Probably if they're doing that one thing, hopefully they're not, but I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. Especially when coercion and guilt tripping and stuff is all, it's all, yeah, it's all manipulation. Um, but it's been, it's been amazing. I've done videos on this and I've seen women in the comments say like, you know, I didn't even realize that I could say no, like until recently when I've been seeing all these TikToks with, with, uh, from people saying that that's not okay. Well, and I, I really think part understand. of it is you're afraid to say no because you're worried that they'll just end the relationship. That if, if you're not having sex with your partner constantly, they're going to be unfulfilled in some aspect of the relationship, the bedroom aspect. And they'll go somewhere else to get it where they can get it consistently. So you say, okay, this one time, I'm not really feeling it, but fine, we'll have sex. Because you're afraid you're afraid of the no, and you're also afraid of them leaving you and lashing out and saying, well, I'll just find someone else, and then cheating on you. But if you have those feelings... You need to you need to talk to your partner one about them because they might they might not be that toxic, right? right? I mean, let's give them the benefit of the doubt right now. But then if they start shitting on you after you bring it up, then you're like, okay, I need to get out of this. It's hard, though, when feelings are involved and you feel like there's trust and something in the relationship. Yeah, well, and and I think part of what you said, too, is that if they feel like it's lacking in the bedroom aspect of the relationship and here's the flip side of it is that if it is lacking in the bedroom, the chances are that the, the usually the woman is feeling that it's lacking in the emotional side of the relationship. They're, they're not, they don't have a partner. They have a, another child who wants a mom, who wants someone to clean up after them, who wants to, you know, be fed and wants to, you know, doesn't want to contribute around the house. And so they have another child. And so the emotional aspect of that relationship is not being fulfilled, but yet it's the women that feel guilty for not having the physical aspects fulfilled when the man never feels any guilt over not having the emotional aspects fulfilled. And so, and so, it's the woman's the fault if she's not wet. It's the woman's fault if she right, says right, no. Of course. It's the woman's fault for yeah. feeling emotionally disconnected in the relationship. Like, it's always that. Instead of going, instead of the man right. in this scenario going, hmm, what am I doing wrong? Why, why isn't she excited? Instead of asking, why isn't she excited to have sex? They're going, well, you're going to have sex with me. Yep, exactly. So lots yeah. of toxicity there. Um, and, and a lot of, but it, that's, a, that's a lot that would, like I said, we, we might be able to do a whole episode on, on just why that's, that's like filled with, with uh, all, I mean, issues. you already touched on a lot of other things that are toxic. They, they don't sweep the floor. Oh, they swept the floor this one time. Ooh. And now they're, yeah. they're not participating in household activities. I don't know. Another, another one for me is really just shitting on you all the time and putting you down, which is a pretty, she doesn't not, mean literally, by the way, I clarify, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. 
We just finished talking about sex. And she you're doesn't like, shit on you. <laughs> she doesn't, she doesn't, but if, yeah. your con- if your partner is constantly just putting you down and then belittling you and ma- and being negative, and we already touched on that too, it's toxic. Yeah, the making fun of you, it can be fun when you guys are like teasing each other and like there's a fun way to do it. But if it's a constant thing, then there's it's a line. definitely an issue. There's I had, a line. Uh, yeah, I had I had somebody um, on uh, on cameo uh, asked me to actually. I think I was talking. Did I talk about this? Yeah. Hire me to actually talk to her husband. Yeah, talk to her husband because he was like joking with his friends on Discord about her while she what? was also on there. And yeah, he was just making like a joke, and I don't remember what the joke was, but it was just, it was just something like, "What games does she? Oh, what games does she like playing? Because she likes to play games with them too." And her husband was like, "She plays mind games," and then like started, you know, kind of like basically oh, just this stupid old husband wife trope, like yeah. And she tried to explain why that wasn't okay, and he didn't understand it. And you have to be like, it's different to have some like gentle teasing with each other. But if you were trashing your spouse and you're and you're you know figuratively shitting on them, then <laughs> then that that's not okay. Like it's 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 not you liking them, and it's not your sense of humor. It's not oh you just don't get it. It's just you being a shitty person. Because a lot of times, here's a good test for this, by the way. And we'll say women because I think this is more once again men doing this to the, to women. If he says, oh, it's just a joke, ask him to explain it. Be like, oh, oh, what's the punchline? Like, well, where, where, where's the, like, what's the, what's the joke part? Is the joke part that I'm a bad I'm spouse? Stupid. Is the joke part that I'm I do ugly. this? Like, yeah, where's the wh- joke? Where, yeah, where, where's the, where's the joke? And they will get so frustrated and get so defensive and they'll get shitty. And that will tell you that it wasn't a joke. That until you have called them out on it, they had really didn't have an answer for that. They thought they were just you know going to try to insult you and, and be okay with it. And that ha- that's a good way to try to really point out, unfortunately, that they it are very. It is sad toxic. because there are times where you make a joke and you take a joke too far, and then you go, "Fuck, that was fucked up. I'm sorry. I didn't." You know, you catch your if you if you take jokes too far, and then you're. I've done that to Sarah yeah, and- a dozen <laughs> times over the last four or four or five years. <laughs> And she gets so mad at me. You go, oh fuck! I fucked up. I should. I shouldn't have oh, said shit. that. That's yeah, not yeah. what I meant by that. I thought we were just having a fun banter. I didn't realize. My bad. And then it doesn't happen again until it happens again. Where Adam edits right. another one of my photos to make a joke out of me, and then he's like, "Fuck! It's been over a year. I forgot. My bad. I won't do it again." <laughs> it's like I get my annual joke in is what basically happens. Um, but you know. Uh, you know. <laughs> you're you're willing to be honest and go i fucked up and just communicating that of going nobody's perfect everyone exhibits some toxic behaviors every once in a while but being able to have a conversation about it realizing hey i fucked up is a good step forward knowing that you're not in a toxic relationship because you can work on that behavior and recognize it and a good sign, another sign of toxicity is if someone gets overly defensive every time. Anything that they're like, oh, they're called out on, they're never willing to listen to it. Instead, they just get angry about it and they try to turn it on you and all of this. Like that defensiveness is, is that's emotional um, unhealthiness. Well, it's emotional. Sometimes it's a manipulation, but I think sometimes it's just someone who's emotionally unhealthy and they haven't even processed this shit well enough to be able to be. To, to talk about it and so they get just purely defensive like a child it's just like well, an yeah, immaturity some, thing but it's some it people always too. want to be the worst off in every scenario of going oh well i only got like six hours of sleep yeah well i only got four or yeah i'm i'm worse off than you or oh you know don't don't come attacking me and it's like right. okay i was just sharing a story no need to get upset over what i said fuck 
Or if you say to your partner, hey, that joke you said really hurt my feelings, and all of a sudden they, they go off on this whole defensive rant, then they're just trying to make it about themselves and not willing to actually be a better person. And that, that, is, that is very toxic. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Well, I already kind of touched on this, that they do nothing wrong. Where Yes, that's yeah. the, the kind of the defensiveness too, right? Isn't it? Where like they're always like, "Oh well," like they always try to turn it on mm-hmm. on you as well. Um, I think if they keep um, all the finances and they like, but like on a strict thing, and like they they won't let you. It's, it's kind of a subtle thing, but if they won't even let you know what bank accounts there are, or or if if in some ways like they always hold that over you that that like they have Ooh, the finances, I consider yeah, that to be toxic. Yeah, well, because they use that as their ultimatum to get whatever they want. Right, and they know they can kind of keep you keep you yeah. trapped. Essentially, we had a, I had a I did a TikTok live the other day, and this woman said basically she's in a terrible relationship and she doesn't know how to get out because her husband controls all the finances. She doesn't know where the bank accounts are, um, or whatever. And I was like, do you not know? Like, can can you not like get the mail? Right. Like, at least like start looking through. You know, like little things. Like, can when he's not there, uh, you know. And I know this is like sound like invasion of privacy, but go. It's your house too. Go through his office and find out this information. Like, there has to be a way for you to start getting this information and saving it, and then going to lawyers and trying to like start to protect yourself because he has kept her under this this fear that she will be broke. Uh, and, and it's just it's terrifying, and it's just terrible. We're hoping toxic that sharing all of these small points won't lead to a situation like that. And I'm not, I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying to victim true, blame true, here, but true. saying yeah, like, yeah, yeah, there's probably yeah. a lot of things no. that were overlooked that were also toxic, and now there's this situation. So we want to prevent them there from being. We want to prevent big blow up toxic behaviors by noticing the smaller ones that are still toxic earlier on. It's just, it's like preventative care for, for anything. Your mic's off. <laughs> I didn't even realize my microphone was off. Oops. Um, I know. I, I would almost have just kept talking. And, uh, yeah, that would have been funny if I just like talk for like 30 seconds and you're like, the reason there's 30 seconds of silence is because Adam was talking with his microphone off this entire oh, time yeah. and he's too dumb he to even realize too, it. like, oh, I'm here. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Um, I think we, we were kind of wrapped up with almost almost all these. There's there's two more that I that I want to talk about. Um, one is if they're not willing to communicate like at all, it's just every time you try to talk to them, they get defensive or they say there's nothing wrong, even though clearly there is, and they just they won't communicate. That is a sign you can't just accept. You have to be like, okay, we need to we need to work on this. There has to be something, and you can't keep harping on them because they're just going to like turn off as well. So there has to be something that either, you know, either you have to take drastic steps or they have to see a therapist. There, Something has to be done. Um, and, and I think that that can be a very tricky situation. But if you're in a relationship where someone will not communicate with you, that is not a healthy relationship. And you don't need to put up with that type of uh, being shut out of, of the healthy aspects of an yeah. emotional Another one is that they don't like any of your friends or family. I don't know if we had touched on that. Yeah, we didn't really talk. Yeah, if they don't like your friends or family or or, or anything you like to do, everything like any, you do, sucks. Like the things you your, like to your go do, your family sucks, yeah. your friends yeah. suck, everybody around you. I'm the only good person in your life. They're trying to keep you in that chokehold of your you need your you suck, and the only good thing is me. So I'm just going to keep you down and make you believe that that's true, so you never leave me. Yes, and that actually brings us to the very final thing I was going to say about this, which works out pretty well. Um, oh. well done um, is is that if you're listening to some of these things and you're thinking oh yeah we do have some of these elements but I'm so scared of being alone and I'm so scared of being like in, in being a single person that I'm willing to put up with it then you're toxic mm. 
and that that is toxic behavior on your part. Uh, and in, like your 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 intense fear of being alone is something that people are going to use, that abusers are going to continue to use against you until you can stop being codependent and understand how to be a healthy, independent adult. And and so that's a toxicity you have to work on yourself. A little bit of a fear is okay because it's scary transitioning from being in a relationship to being single. But you're talking an oh, intense fear of yeah, yeah. crippling anxiety that you cannot be alone or everything will crumble. Well, th- th- yeah, if you're unwilling, if you're unwilling to actually make the hard truth of walking away from a toxic relationship because you'd rather be in a toxic relationship than be single, then you're part of the yeah. problem in that yeah. situation. And not realizing that the toxic relationship is worse than being single and you're still going to stay in the toxic relationship, that's an issue. 100%. And I think that most people who have been in that situation and have finally escaped and have realized how nice it is to be an adult who can do what you want and be independent and not worry about your choices being mocked or whatever will tell you that it's the right choice to make. So that's when you start to need to start looking at therapy and looking at the toxicity that you have I to unpack with yourself. I think from some of my friends who have experienced toxic relationships, they're always like, fuck, why did I stay as long as I did? Fuck, like if I could go back and right. tell my younger yep. self, like go now, you know, you were thinking. If I could turn back time. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Just channeled a little share there. You want to do Britney next? Sing Toxic? Yeah, it's toxic. No, I can't. I can't remember the lyrics. But you, I know no, you know. You know the lyrics. We 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 can do we can do a few seconds of it without getting We're penalized. But come on, let's hear a little toxic. I'm on a ride. Yeah, there we go. Oh, there we go. Look at that. Perfect. We got some Perfect. Well, if you are enjoying our terrible singing and all of our advice, that isn't terrible. Be sure to give us a five star rating and review on iTunes and follow our podcast on Spotify. Were you not finished yet, Adam? Well, I thought we should talk about the takeaways oh, before we oh, do. Before I, we do I, I felt like just maybe, I felt like maybe. clearing it with music, and then that was just a good. <laughs> I I just thought that maybe people might be saying, "Well, I am toxic. What is is there? Like, can we solve it? Can we fix it?" And I thought that'd be the fun, good final thing to say that if you are in a toxic relationship, and both of you are willing to talk about it and work on it together. Yes, you can fix some toxicity. You can both work on things together, especially if it's something that's ingrained from, you know, an old relationship or old baggage that the other person's willing to discuss and actually go to therapy over or or work out in other ways, develop tools for both of you to work on together. But in most cases, if it's toxic, it means that one person is probably the more toxic of the two and is unwilling to even work on themselves, in which case it's just like a red flag in which they would walk away. But yes, it can be fixed sometimes, but be be ready. Away. To make that yeah. hard choice, yes. To make yeah. that hard you can spend a lot away. of time and energy in therapy trying to make it work, but at the end of therapy, you could realize it's not going to get fixed, and that's okay too. That was just the final thing I wanted to say. It was just that little uh, element. I feel yeah. like that kind of wraps it up. Um, but um, and you know, hey, and now if you actually have questions about the episode that you want clarification on, you can call the DKS helpline at four zero seven five one nine zero one eight one. And we may choose your question to air and uh, give our thoughts on it as well. Or thanks for listening moment, you know. Yes, yes. Sarah Sarah just wants thanks. No, I want it it all, but I know it's not going to be. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I think we'll get some good questions. I, I really do feel like we'll get some good questions. And and by the way, if I haven't mentioned, if you are calling from like a foreign country or somewhere else, like somewhere that we might not be familiar with, uh, things are a little different there. Uh, feel free to you know explain that as well. You know, give us some context yeah, for your question point. too. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, um, feel free. Oh, I already. Oh, I'm just gonna cut this out. What am I saying right now? <laughs>
Uh, this is all going to the video, but what are you saying exactly? You can watch us uh, on YouTube <laughs> at youtube.com slash. Yes. Oh my God, I'm fucking this up. You can watch us on YouTube. <laughs> I know, you have to I know this, this one. I'm like, oh, I didn't like that transition. I was um, going to stop and start. It's fine. Whatever. You can watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash dating kind of sucks. You can follow us on Instagram at dating kind of sucks. And you can email us at dating kind of sucks podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on our personal TikToks, Adam's. I'm done. Adams is at Adam Avitable and mine is at simply Sergi <laughs> underscore. You know what it is? I'm fucking sweating my ass off right now. Oh, I, I am too. Literally I literally dying wait and I, I just like I just well, take your, I, I you can take your, take this, not take your shirt off, but you're I wearing a sports, sports thing. You know I'm yeah. literally sweating and I'm like, what is the temperature in the house? Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm like overheated. If, I'm out of water. Everything sucks. If you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, you can join it at Facebook or Facebook.com slash group slash DK. DK. I'm wow, sorry. I'm I rubbed off on now. you now. Fa- you did. You did. Facebook.com slash group slash DKS podcast, which is usually actually in our uh, in our little yeah. list here. And somehow it's not. Somehow it's Sarah didn't I didn't copy pasted from past ones, so I don't know what um, If you do enjoy the podcast and even all these fuck ups, you can support <laughs> us on Patreon for $5 a month. Your support actually helps quite a bit. It's Patreon.com slash DKS podcast. And is there anything else that we need we're to say? We're a little toxic in outroing this out today. <laughs> we are a little toxic. <laughs> and once again, the phone number for the DKS hotline is 407-519-0181. We need a jingle for that. 407-519-0181. I don't know. <laughs> there we go. We I kept thinking now. of something and I was like, well, you know. We might have to come up with something like that. Uh, otherwise, we'll be back ideally next week with a brand new episode. Uh, if uh, things, all things go to plan, we will see. But thank you for uh, joining us. Until next time. Whether you're married or single or poly or ace or hanging out with swingers back at your place, listen to us as we get no bucks on Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yucks. Trying and trying and having no luck because we all know dating kind of sucks. Sarah and Adam are two of a kind. He says stupid shit and she doesn't mind. They're not doing this show to make any bucks. Life is a chicken whose feathers they pluck. Why does it work? Well, here is the crux. They both know. Dating kind of sucks. Dating kind of sucks.